Life Audio. Welcome to the Crosswalk Devotional. This is Dr. Michael A. Milton, and our devotional today is Transforming Burnout, taken from 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 4. And we'll get right to it after a word from our sponsors. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Transforming Burnout, a devotional on 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 4, written and read by Dr. Michael A. Milton. As I remember your tears, I long to see you, that I may be filled with joy. The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of the Lord will endure forever. Pastoral burnout is a reality. The damaging effects of pastoral burnout are experienced not only by the pastor, but by his family, congregation, a community, and even the church at large. But burnout doesn't happen to only pastors. It can happen to anyone. It often happens to people who have trust in Christ, clergy or not. Burnout comes from many things, but Mostly it comes from false expectations meeting reality. We anticipate one thing, we experience another. And that leads to a loss of meaning. Loss of meaning leads to spiritual depression, and that is burnout. Quite different from fatigue, burnout is an existential crisis of faith or even of living. It build up for a Christmas morning from a Hallmark movie only to wake up in Phoenix in a hotel room, or even more deflating, awake to piles of presents with no change of heart when the wrapping is thrown away. Now, burnout is not rare. To the contrary, my experience is that burnout happens to all of us at one time or another. I have known it. Perhaps no one has known it more than those who give their lives to preach the gospel. Charles Haddon Spurgeon experience what we would call today burnout, and it caused severe depression and even months away from his ministry. Billy Graham experienced it. The truth is, we all do. Mercifully, the Bible is not about fairy tales. The Bible both defines life and reflects life as it is lived, 
not as it is dreamed. So, the Bible not only describes burnout, the Bible treats burnout. The pastoral epistles, First and Second Timothy and Titus, are very good places to go to learn about how God can transform our seasons of burnout. Paul is brutally honest about ministry. Think about this one verse. As I remembered your tears, I longed to see you, that I may be filled with joy. In just one verse, we can witness the effects of ministry. Sad memories, tears resulting from an existential pain in ministry, separation, isolation, and a longing for joy. In the pastoral epistles, any false expectations are not only bashed against the jagged rocks of reality, but cared for through God-ordained prescriptions for not only defeating burnout, but transforming it. According to the pastoral epistles, the expectations for ministry are many and are often quite different from academic notions of ministry. Indeed, for those who have been in ministry, the pastoral epistles paint a remarkably accurate portrait of our shared realities in ministry. Those realities involve the presence of bad actors, the need for confrontation and correction, and the necessary requirement for pastors to be built up in faith in Christ Jesus and in our calling to meet the trying realities of ministry to broken, hurting, sometimes even struggling human beings. The failure to be honest with biblical expectations or the choice of holding unrealistic expectations for ministry produces burnout, that is, a loss of meaning that can give an opening for sorrow and, in some cases, even sin. Let's consider it. Firstly, false expectation of others can cause burnout. Prescription? Transfer your expectations of good to God alone. Jesus is reliable. Humans? Not so much. Paul addressed this in 1 Timothy chapter 1 with false teachers. As I urged you when I was going to Macedonia, remain at Ephesus so that you may charge certain persons not to teach any different doctrine, nor to devote themselves to myths and endless genealogies which promote speculations rather than the stewardship from God that is by faith. Timothy became pastor to a ministry that was rife with error, theological errors that led to tangible sin. Those who preach the gospel and all of us in the church must realize that the ideal is not a person, but a savior. Through the Bible, we learn that we should demand a long obedience in the same direction, that is, sustained faithfulness from those who shepherd the church. We know that we are all on the way, but burnout comes when we have false expectations of that pastor or another believer, a spouse. New life comes from a transfer of trust to Jesus. Secondly, false notions about a relationship with God can cause burnout. Prescription? God relates to us by a covenant of grace. The default human 
framework for a relationship with God is transactional. They could be summarized like this. I'll do something for God, and he will do something for me. Paul addresses this in addressing Timothy's need to focus on the grace of Jesus. Paul said, I thank him who has given me strength, Christ Jesus our Lord, because he judged me faithful, pointing me to his service, though formerly I was a blasphemer, persecutor, and insolent opponent. But I received mercy because I had acted ignorant and unbelief. And the grace of our Lord overflowed for me with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Thus, our relationship with God is grounded in grace made available by repentance and trust in the resurrected and ascended Savior, Jesus Christ. Salvation is grace plus or minus nothing. Grace by the life, death, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus is the supernatural activity of God that transforms our lives. It's the transforming power of evangelism. Thus, our testimonies of God's grace in our lives mercifully connects to others in a powerful way. And it also encourages our own lives. When we're down, we think of God's grace. Bear your testimony in your life, and if you have to, preach that testimony to yourself. Grace converts and grace heals. In a word, grace transforms. When we think we can go it alone, we burn out. The prescription? God has provided a means of grace to grow in him. Not only grace, but a means of grace. Listen to Paul teach Timothy. Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of scriptures, to exhortation, to teaching. Do not neglect the gift that you have, which was given you by prophecy with a council of elders laid their hands on you. Practice these things, immerse yourself in them, so that all may see your progress. Ministers can rely on their own strength for a while. Believers can come to believe that we have enough manna stored up from a prior time with God to get us through anything. You might have enough power in your smartphone to go without charging while you drive to the local grocery, but would you take off on an extended journey without a source of power? In a similar way, Christ saves us once, but he causes us to return to him again and again for his power in our lives, and that comes through word, sacrament, and prayer. At the intersection of faith and life, burnout comes from false expectations. The remedy is to have faith in God, not others. Be strengthened in God's grace to you, not in a theological formula, and to practice the life disciple according to the scriptures. The intentional controlled burning of a cow pasture is necessary to return nutrients to the soil. Grass is greener, the livestock is healthier, and so it is with faith in Christ. Burnout does not have to be the end. If Christ can redeem a cross and make it a crown, he can cause your burnout to turn around. For in the gospel life, as in the gospel story, 
The things that seek to break us become the things that bless us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Read more about it. Spurgeon's Sorrows, Realistic Hope for Those Who Suffer from Depression by Zach Perswine. Eight Tips for Pastors Struggling with Burnout by Tim Stevens. Link available in the text. Songs in the Night, How God Transforms Our Pain to Praise. The Audible Version by Michael A. Milton, performed by Brenda J. Davis. And Spiritual Depression, Its Causes and Cures by Martin Lloyd-Jones. The Crosswalk Devotional is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. What do you do when the world around you is falling apart? It's amazing to me how many people are breathing air, they're going about their business and doing the things you're supposed to do. But if you really ask them, they know that on the inside, they are spiritually and emotionally and relationally dead. If we're not careful, all of us can experience that death. When what we need to do, even as the world around us is falling apart, we need to learn how to march when it would be easier to stay where we are and die. Join me each week on the March or Die show as we discuss that and so much more.